This episode is brought to you by the Pizza Boys. We deliver the meats. Go to the EJMstore.com for the official Pizza Boys merch. And look out for the Pizza Girls coming soon. And now, back to the show. And welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. I would like to present my guest of the evening. Uh, I give a warm welcome to Michael Aloha. Welcome to the show, bro. How you doing? All right. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, uh, it's an honor. It's an honor. Um, so you're a martial art practitioner, right? You yes. have your own. Your, you have your own dojo. Um, uh, can you explain to my, my viewers or listener what's a little bit that you do? I don't want to botch it. Oh, it's okay. Um, I primarily teach Aikido, which is the way of harmony. It's a Japanese martial art. It's considered more of a modern day martial art. Um, it, it was developed through the samurai arts, but it became to, as a modern art uh, in the early 1940s. Um, again, like I said, it's based in uh, jujitsu, or it, it is based in jujitsu, it's based in the Japanese culture. Um, it's similar in ways to judo, which, you know, is maybe a little bit more popular because it's an Olympic sport. People have yeah, seen it correct. on TV. Yes. Um, it's a lot of, you know, using the other person's energy um, to, to diffuse them, to um, subdue them, you know, it, as a, not to sound like a bad word, but control uh, a, a possible aggressive um, encounter. Um, but that's in the physical aspect, but there's so much more to it that it's not really considered a martial art, but more of a Budo, which is kind of a martial way. It's a way of life, a way of living, a way of thinking, a way of seeing things around you. Um, so it's like a spiritual development, a character okay. development. You know, it's an individual development. So what, what the path is for one person is not necessarily the path for another person. I often say to the people that I that I work with in in our school is that the Aiki is kind of already been written in a sense because it's been handed down from the founder. Um, the Do, the way is is an individual thing. It's up to us. How, how are we going to translate that? How are we going to how, what path are we going to walk? Okay, right? wow. yeah. So and I think that's where a lot of my study has gotten especially over the last 20 some years focusing more on on achieving that budo life and it's an everyday process right um budo means martial which a lot of people then relate to like war and, and mm -hmm. battle and fighting and stuff but it goes beyond that the budo is it's not really the battle outside that we're trying to wage war against so to speak it's the battle within right? Our, mm. our own personal challenges and, and the things, the baggage sometimes that we carry, right? With, with everything. Correct. like yes. So a lot of people get this idea, especially for all martial arts, you achieve this black belt and you're this master in something and, and you can handle whatever the world throws at you. That's not really the essence of what more or less modern day martial arts is, right? Ever since warring kind of was like outlawed, it's not like something we can go, just go out and start, you know, drawing the sword and Correct. fight yeah. people. You know, it just doesn't yeah. work that way. Um, it became more of a spiritual, personal, individualized uh, endeavor, right? So with that in mind, we have to figure out how does it work for us? And every day 
it's kind of like, you know, we need to do our due diligence to be able to try to live up to that type of thing. And we're going to fail, we're going to fall. And in Aikido, just like within judo, there's that falling aspect of the training, right? You'd learn how to fall, you take a fall, people throw you, you have to get up, or you go down to get up. You know, there's that saying, you know, I fall down seven times, I get up eight times. The reason why you can get up eight times is because you've been getting used to falling in a way that you start to embrace it and you look at it as a step to get further, right? There is no such thing as failure unless we think it that way. Correct. It's a failure or mistakes are just another step towards success. It just takes a little longer, right? How many times did Edison have to go through, you know, discovering, you know, making the light bulb right? Yes. And if he didn't make all those mistakes or failures, he would have never achieved the one success that changed the world. Well, yes, and that's correct. kind of like where we are, you know? What what made you, because I don't want to say inspired because you've been doing it for so long. Like you just, you love it. You love the art. What, 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 at what moment can you remember? Like what made you fall in love with this art? Well, just like a lot of individuals, especially in, in the late seventies and all, I got into you know, the kicking and punching aspect, because that's what was around, right? I did, I did Taekwondo uh, in the late seventies, which was actually more of a Mudo Kwan, which was more like karate at the time Mm -hmm. than the, the, the TKD you see now, right? It's been, it's been, it's become more of a, of a sport oriented. And there was, you know, like most of the TKD places, which is a Korean based art, that their thing says karate because Karate has become the universal name language, word yeah. for anything that kick is, that yes, kicks and punch, yes. right? So there was, but there was a lot of carryover from, you know, the karate into the, the Mudokwan style of TKD that I trained back then. And it just kind of, you know, evolved into, you know, the, the ninja aspect became popular in the eighties. And as a young person, you know, you were drawn to that. And I had friends that had studied in, in that, and I was learning from them and doing my thing. And I did boxing. My father boxed in the military. So cool. nice. he, he was trying to teach me to box. I never really grasped. I was real. I'm a small person. So boxing was, I had a short reach um, and I was getting pummeled all the time. <laughs> I, I, I stopped a lot of blows with my face and, as a young person. <laughs> so, um, it's just, you know, that aggressiveness never seemed to be in my nature at full time, so to speak, though, I, as a young person, I, I struggled with a lot of anger. Um, and same here. That, yeah. <laughs> same a, lot, here. Lot of, a lot of, a lot of aggression and things like that, you know, dealing with things in my life. I, I kind of had, it. I had two switches. It was basically off and on. And on. No, but yeah. no in between. Yeah. I, I hear it, yeah. brother. I hear it. And it's unfortunate because I mean, and a lot of people struggle with that because we're not taught how to do mm-hmm. things. Correct. And we're just, you know, and it's a shame, but we all, we all go through that. So I wrestled uh, in school and things of that nature. And I went back to Taekwondo and Karate because that's what I knew. But then I found Judo and I was like, I need to learn. I want to learn how to fall. There was something about the falling aspect that just drew me. So from, I, I started Judo, I started training Judo and I, I took to it like a, you know, like a sponge. And it was actually through my, karate training that I was, I was formally introduced to Aikido. I became aware of Aikido in the late eighties, 
like a lot of people during Steven Seagal's hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you know this is amazing stuff and there really wasn't any place close to where I was living unless I had to go to the city and that was just a bit too far and I came from a family of not the greatest means at the time so it wasn't something that was going to be uh, real easy for me to do or get to so you know, it was on the back burner. It was always in my head. Hey, someday I think I'm going to get to this. Maybe I'm not there yet, but I'm going to do it. And it was through my judo training that led me further into getting into Aikido. Again, like I said, my first formal introduction was from my karate instructor. I was like, wow, this, you know, I learned the wrist lock and some other things because he would call them. He, he had picked it up somewhere along the line. He called it, these are Aikido moves. Mm. And it was wow, this is really cool. You know, it's like, like I'm Steven Seagal (laughs) type of thing, you know, not knowing again, it was a lot of surface stuff, but I remember when all of a sudden I, I seen it advertised uh, back on the old cable stations. They used to have those information channels and I, I just was passing by it. And I remember seeing it and I had to sit there for 15 minutes to wait till the ad came back. Mm -hmm. I seen it, wrote down the number. I called it the next day. I was there the next week. And I just fell in love with it immediately. And what, what was amazing to me was at first, again, you know, you're taken by the physical, the physical aspect, um, because that's, that's how we quickly relate when we see it. So I was amazed at, again, people moving around like, like if they were just floating and then being thrown and get back up. I was always intrigued by the guy that was being thrown and fell more so than the person that was throwing. It's like, okay, that's one thing, but look at that guy, he's flying in the air. He's hitting hard and he's getting back up. You know, that's, to me, that's mind, body, spirit connection. Mm-hmm, such mm-hmm. brain to it. So when I got to start training and I fancied myself, someone who could handle themselves, I was into weightlifting too. I felt that there was, you know, I had some strength to me and all, especially being a young person, you know, I had this aggression and stuff. So I figured, you know, I've been knocked around a few times. I figure I could handle this. I was amazed every time how many times I was just dropped and, and put in these holds. And, and I used to laugh. The pain was so bad that I used to laugh. <laughs> um, you do, you do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about? Like yes, 100%. you're doing one thing and all of a sudden it's like, how did I get here? And this is like, yes. how did they do that? It's amazing. Um, I did some Brazilian jiu-jitsu for on and off for a number of years. I used to have some people come into our school and teach regularly. Um, and I participated in them class. It was, it was always an amazing, it's amazing what you can do with your body. Yes. Right? And martial arts teaches you that you can, if you put your mind to it, you put the, the, you're determined to do it. You put the, um, the dedication to it and you're in the right environment that helps you like it's uplifting and not, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Yes, there are yes. schools like that. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. Yeah. You'd be amazed at what your body can do and then how your mind can overcome certain things that you, you first believe are challenging or overcoming fears. I always say Aikido is I can do. And I, you could put that to any art really you can, mm-hmm. but you know, I just used it because it, it's a really easy analogy that I can, I can share with, um, with new students, new members, people just kind of, their first time experiencing the art. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of, and it, well, I knew that there was a connection to it. I, I, that flowing and, and how it, it started to, for a lack of a better explanation, almost tame my aggression and the, and the anger that I was having 
mm-hmm. over the time, it almost felt like I used to make jokes of this is like my first instructor kind of beat the anger out of me. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I, I, I get it because uh, yeah. I wasn't when I first started jujitsu like a year ago, um, I wasn't like when for the reason I started, it was because of my mental health. Sure. Um, and when I first started, I, 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 I had all this aggression uh, for years, right? Just pent up in one body. And through, through time, it's just like, because when you're new at something, you don't know. It, it was constantly a struggle. And like, it's almost like it's beating you down. It's beating you down. But for me, it like, it was beating me, ta- uh, beating me down, but like giving me sense to use my head. Right. Right? Because sometimes when we're angry, so emotional, our, our mind gets cloudy. So like I'm able to control myself, control my thoughts. And I soon realize if I'm able to do that, if I'm able to pace myself, I know I could become better. Right. And become better and better. And uh, it's worked as, you know, I, I, I'm not practicing right now because I'm hurt, but um, it, it changed my life. It gives you new perspective, right? You yes. start to see that you're developing new perspectives, even about the smallest things that you may have overlooked before because of the anger or the, or you just figured that's not, that's not worth my time. It's not worth the effort. Correct. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, and, it's yeah. Continue. Continue. No, I was just going to say, because what you're saying is it, it just gives you it, whatever you're doing, it enhances what you're doing and it makes better. So like you become more, attuned to the details mm-hmm. and you Correct. start yes. enjoying the details. You, you, yes. you love the process. You're not even worried about the end. You want to see what's, what's, what's happening next. What's the yes. next part, yes. right? Rather yes. than worrying about, Oh, I got to get to the end. I got to get. Yes. To the end. Yes. Yeah. It's, it put things, it put a lot of things in perspective for me, like, uh, like coming to acceptance, right. You know, that, that you don't have everything under control. You know, and the certain things is going to happen. You know, I, I I tell people all the time, like a good day, a bad day in jujitsu is a good day outside. Right. It just it, 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 for some reason, it, it it makes me a better person. Right. Um, and it cons me. It cons me. You know, I needed I needed that. I, I enjoy the chaos within the role. Right. You know, I, I'm not trying to, you know, quickly tap somebody. out. I'm just I'm enjoying that right there. The struggle. You know, right. because, because it's, it's going to come to a point that everything's going to end. Right. So, like, when the end comes, you're, you're satisfied. You come to acceptance. Right, right. Okay, it's, you, all that, like, for me, it was all that anger, pent-up aggression with inside of me. It's over. Like, I, I had to deal with it, whether I right, tap right. somebody out or whether somebody taps me out. I had to come to acceptance with that. Right. Like, I'm not in control. And that learning that and going through that helped me, you know, tremendously. Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I'm it's it's therapy in motion for me. I can't see myself not doing it at this point, at least in some capacity. Um, and I knew I knew that I I didn't realize it at first, and I don't think anybody ever does, mm-hmm. right? But all of a sudden then like you, you're, you're confronted with a situation that you may have encountered before and you immediately realize or following, you go, wow, I handled that 
way differently than I normally, like it just becomes normal. Mm-hmm. And you're, and then you, yes. when you're reflecting, you go, you know what? I would have done something completely different 10 years ago. I, I know I would have said something yes. or I would have done, you know, something yes. that I would have maybe felt bad later, but I'm surprised at how I handle that. And we've had members at our dojo community that they, they only wanted to start training as a physic. This was like, this was like their, uh, um, trade-off of going to the gym. They weren't mm. into that's been a lot of heavy weights. They figure, well, I'm getting physical. I can kind of do a few things at one time here. Um, and, and maybe learn some self-defense in the process, but not getting it. They actually were, they spent a couple of years just resisting how it was changing their, their life. Yeah. And when they did realize it, it was, it was such an event for them. They were, Oh my God, I didn't, but they knew that at one point something was happening, but they were resisting it. It's like, no, this is not wow. what I'm here for. So it does have a powerful impact. And I think it's, it's not just Aikido or Judo or Jiu-Jitsu in any way, shape or form. I think it's martial arts in general. If yes. it's approached with an open mind and heart and you're not going in just to hurt people. And right. I know there, there is a lot of that in today's today's world. Like we're seeing a lot, especially the traditional martial arts. There's been a decline in traditional martial arts. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah, it's it's it started. I mean, it's been going on for quite a while, but like two, between 2008, 2012, there's been a major decline because it's been the rise of you know mixed martial arts, more of this this warrior, combative, gladiator type approach. I get that, I understand that, but really, the demographic for that is like you know 18 to 27 year olds. You know, people in their later 30s, 40s, 50s. That's not really their thing because mm-hmm. they're looking at life differently. They're, they're, you know, it's like you said, sometimes that fight really doesn't exist. We're creating it. We're making it, we're making it harder on ourselves, you know, and and please don't take it as I have all the answers because I don't know. I'm still what I call work in progress. Like I'm still trying to find my ways. Every day it's a battle to stay on the journey. Um, It's a battle to, you know, put into effect or put into a practice all the things that we train and mm-hmm. it's a constant reminding of ourselves hey you know okay we're not perfect and we're going to make mistakes and it's okay we don't have to take it out on somebody or or ourselves yes yes we don't have to make correct. the situation worse let's just get through it let's make the yeah. what what can we do to make this better at this moment so we can all move forward i guess the older i get the more i look at everything as what can what can be a win win for everybody so that it's it's a mutual harmony rather than a, a singular harmony or an individual harmony, which is okay. I mean, there is you want that individual harmony, but you want to share that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't share it, what's the what's what's the point? It's it's very yeah. Lonely. You you gotta as beautiful that may sound. You gotta want it. The person has to want it. Right now, like you know, at you know, as you get older and gain more life experience. That's where you can only tell whether things are worth it or not. You know, right. right now, like any type of martial arts have has a beautiful fundamental values within it. Right. But because, you know, with UFC and Bellator and all these organizations, like it's it's those values are watered down right now. It's like a hamster wheel. Right. You, you know, going around, you know. You know, you come to fight, you you keep going until you win, until you lose. You lose, we don't need you no more. You know, here, here's another one. 
in, in that cycle. There's no values within that cycle. There's right. just her and disappointment and, and some, type, some type of you being used because once you, it's like a job, right? right. Uh, we, you, we, we use into, we don't need you no more and we kick you out. And when they kick you out, you're all messed up. Now you're dependent, you're dependent on this job. Same thing with a, with a fighter. And a lot of, you know, like I said, when I first started uh, this venture of jujitsu, like I've always said it, I, you know, it's for my mental. It's not for anything else. And people, I, I, I you know, I, I will sit there and talk with people and they'll almost get, a, they will get offended on, right. on my point of view. They don't want to accept it. You know, they, they like, oh, they want to do this or they're, they're obsessed with a particular, uh, particular move. And my argument is like, how do you expect her to do that in a tournament, right? Or any place if you never done it before, you think it's just going to happen. Everything's work. Right. And, and they will get offended. Um, you know, my first, uh, my first tournament, I did it because I wanted that experience. It's not because, sure. Uh, I felt like I was at a point in time that I invested and I feel good about myself, you know, and I did it. Now move on next, next chapter. Right. But like you said, is continue to work on myself, but because you know, this, the industry we're in, it's not like that. So that's when I understand when you say everything's like decreasing. Yeah. And for me, you know, that's very sad because, any type of martial arts have tremendous values. They teach oh, yeah. so much. You learn so much about yourself. Yes, I absolutely agree. I mean, it is unfortunate that that, that is the mindset for the industry. Uh, because again, you know, I get it. People want to make a living. They, they want to be paid for their time, their efforts. I understand that. I mean, and I, I believe wholeheartedly everyone should, right? It's just, you wouldn't go to whatever your regular job is and not, and, and not expect to get paid or not to have, you know, that, that given to you in some form. So I understand everything's a selling point. You have mm-hmm. to sell it somehow, but what, like you're saying, what the martial arts are, there's, since we're not in a warring world, we are, you know what I mean? That, that mm-hmm. is still happening, but for the, for most people, we can go outside we can walk to our mailbox. We can take a walk around the block. We can come home and we can enjoy some of the, the fine, basic things in life. And but people are even though there's that we're not in that same worrying where like, you know, we don't have to shut in at night. We don't have to worry about neighbors, I guess, depending on where you're at, of course. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. coming into our house, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, but there's still this we still that people are still struggling with like mind issues and heart issues. And, and we all are right. Because we, we all still experience loss, just a right. loss of, yes. you know, time and, and age and loved ones and friends. I mean, you know, we, there was the loss of so much over the last couple of years because of COVID and the shutdown. Some people are still trying to recoup from that. The world is still trying to recoup from that. Yes. So it, we all need to take some time to reflect on those things or give us tools and experiences to help, you know, overcome that or, or get better at it, surmount those challenges. And I always felt that once, once I embraced it fully, martial arts, the Budo training was always something that could do that for me. That's why I'm saying I can't see myself doing it or not doing it in some capacity. Now I've been injured 
multiple times, more times than I, I actually can remember. Um, I have some permanent injury. I have like, you know, long-term injury that's still kind of lagging on, you know, things and things happen with, with time and age and, and training. Um, but you, you learn to work around that, right? It's like you were saying that new perspective and each of every time you start rolling with somebody, you're learning like, okay, you want to do that move, but it's different with, you know, your partner, a different with partner B. Correct. So I got to learn a different way to get in there and do something to get, you know, get that lock or whatever that you're doing. And that's exciting. That's that process I was talking about earlier that, that's what's exciting more than just the end. Because like you said, in the end, it's over. Correct. And you got to start something new. So if you can keep that journey going, I think there's so much that can be can be achieved. That you, a better understanding of yourself helps you better understand other people. I know that sounds like a fantastic brochure. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's like you're hitting all the points. But you really do start taking that as as bible truth so to say because you're experiencing it all the time like you're seeing how people come in brand new to the art and in six months they're different people they, they may be more confident where where early on they said oh, i'm not sure i can do that i don't i don't think i can do it and then they're doing it and they're doing so much more because we're capable of doing more than we allow ourselves sometimes the opportunity to do right. and um you know it's it's just an amazing it's an amazing thing to me. Um, no, it is. It is. So that, you know, I've, I've created a Budo life for myself. I mean, I'm not a monk in a, you know, I have a, a job and I'm, and I'm out and about and I enjoy life as much as I can, but I've incorporated that into how I raised my family and it's become normal to them. It's normal aspect. And it wasn't always easy, you know, especially when my kids were growing up. Uh, you know, preteen, early teen, they're like, you know, what is, I don't understand. Like, what well, on fire. Know? Yeah. On fire. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I think that it teaches, it teaches, like you said, a perspective, a, um, a self-awareness in a way to say, Hey, maybe I shouldn't be acting this way. You know, yeah. um, if anything, it just, it's a checkpoint. And I know, again, anyone that that's been brought up in a, in a, in a, stable family and what is stable you know it doesn't mean that you need both parents or it, it doesn't you don't have to have any parents it could be it could be some other family member taking care mm -hmm. that, that's not what i'm talking about what i mean is is that they're instilling values in you values in you manners politeness just some of the basic stuff yes sir no sir yes ma'am no man thank you please just some basic stuff what it doesn't hurt us to say because it actually makes us feel good not only that like the person is hearing this from us, but that we're saying it. Yeah, please let me, you know, that, Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's just real basic stuff. And if, even if you don't feel it in the beginning, you start to feel it the more you say it, because you learn this uh, gratitude, yes. right? You start learning gratitude about everything. And again, that's part of that perspective change. Again, not always easy. Oh man, no. not, not in this world. No, 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 no. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, what are what are, what are what are some of your injuries that you you obtained throughout the years? Like right now, I tore I tore my ACL. Yeah, uh, I, tore, uh, I tore both of mine, both my ACL. Uh, no surgery. Uh, I I had I didn't have the repair done. What I had was um, well, originally my first knee that went out. I did that in a judo tournament. My knee was taken out, and 
they said, oh, you'll be able to, you'll be all right. Like, you know, back in the seventies, a lot of was, football yeah, players never yeah. got it done. So I was like, all right. I wasn't really keen on, on, um, on surgery anyway. However, I never, never got rid of the pain. And then about uh, two years after the, the tear, I was doing a high break fall. I came down and slammed and my knee totally went out and wow. it, uh, the pain was unbelievable. I, again, I held off for about a month, but then I, I went in, had to get my knee scoped. They didn't find out until they got in there that my kneecap had twisted and flipped. Wow. Pain. So they scoped it, cleaned it out, fixed the, the kneecap, but I still didn't get the repair done. Unfortunately, then it was like a two year recovery and I just couldn't afford to do two years um, off my feet and not being able to work and all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, I persevered through, but uh, I still have pain to this day in that knee. And unfortunately, I'm at a point where it's kind of like bone to bone. But again, it's it's a it's one of my challenges. How do I go about doing the best I can and still deal with that? The other knee, I got blown out in a in a Brazilian jiu jitsu round robin. Um, unfortunately, I've torn my shoulder. I've had my wrist broken. Uh, I've had both elbows kind of shredded. I have damage in my in my neck. Some oh, ankle. Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot. My back has been has been, you know, but it's no different. People go, oh, well, then why do you keep doing it? No. Well, it's no different than a football player. The only difference is I don't get paid millions of dollars. I make the choice. <laughs> yes, right? yes. Professional athlete or, you know, a wrestler or a boxer, you know what I mean? And I figured, well, this is just, you know, what's the alternative to do nothing? I could still, if I didn't do anything, I think I'd, I'd still be a middle-aged man, very angry, just not strong enough to, to go out and start going fisticuffs with people. So yes, what, what yes. are you doing? And I may have gotten into other vices that weren't as healthy for me. So I'll, the tra- the trade off, yeah, I'm in a little bit of pain. Maybe I'm banged up a little more. Like what did um, what did Indiana Jones said? It's it's not the years, it's the mileage. Yeah, it's kind of where it's at, right? Yeah. So what's you know? But the trade off is, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not addicted to anything bad. I'm not in jail, and you know I'm still alive. Thank God. I'm into that. Hey, <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm debating. I'm I. I don't really. It's a year. It's a long year, man. It's long. Um, and I just. I don't know. That's a. It's a long year. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot, I and I don't think um. I'm not in a predicament to to take a year off. I'm still. I'm still on my peak. On my grind. You know, Good. things are still in development, and. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm just gonna write it through. Yeah, there's, you know, that, that you, it's, it's great that you say that because it, I was going to say, it's like, once you find that, that wave mm-hmm. that's working for you, you just ride that wave into the shore until you feel it can't take you any further, or mm-hmm. you have to go look for another wave, right? That's what surfers do. They take, yeah. they find that wave, they take it, maybe it didn't go as smooth as they did, or maybe it wasn't as long, or maybe that wasn't the wave that they were looking for. They go back out and they do it again and they go back out. And what are they doing each time? I was, I was actually just down the shore, what, what we call the shore over here on the East coast. Um, and I was watching the, the, uh, the surfers. And the first thing I said is, wow, with my knees, I definitely can't do that, but I'm watching them. And, you know, they, they, they come in, they go out, they come in, they go out. And though they keep searching for that perfect wave, everything in between, that's the process. They're learning how to, to fight the current, how to blend with the current, how to flow with the current, how to stay as balanced as they possibly can, how to take a better fall when they get wiped out. 
or, you know, the more elegant. It's just amazing. I was like, wow, this is incredible what they're doing. And I don't even know if they realize it. I mean, maybe they do. I mean, these are these are really skilled people. This is, you know, there's no fear. They're, it's not about not doing it. It's, it's like, well, why wouldn't I do it? Yeah. Right. And, and unfortunately, a lot of what we hear today are reasons why we shouldn't do things. But you seldomly ever hear long lists of this is why you should do it. It's why you shouldn't. Yeah use this or yeah. why you shouldn't touch this or don't buy this car for these 10 reasons. But how about 10 reasons why I should do this? Give me Correct. five, re- give me two good reasons. That's, you know, give me one, right. Correct. It, it Correct. Could change my life for the better. Correct. I just, uh, you know, I, I was saying, I, I explained this to like on Instagram, I, I made a post and I explained it to my wife. Like, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's, you know, a, a bad day in jiu-jitsu is a good day, a good day outside. You know, it's, it's an obsession that I fell in love with because, you know, we live in a world that everything nowadays, it's, it, you know, it may sound old school, you know, but it's very emotional. Everything is emotional. Everything is very emotional. And, and we don't, we, we're not finding ways to, you know, take control of ourselves. We're finding ways to, uh, what is that word? To just shut us down, right? And to, you know, sterilize ourselves, control, you know, just sedate ourselves. And, you know, I'm, you know, I grew up with my grandparents and maybe just the old school and me, and, you know, I, I can't do that. Then what's the whole point of living? Right. If, you know, it, it's taking control, it's learning, learning lessons, it's going through things to gain experience, it's living life. Right. And I can't live a life being sedated. And that's what right. this generation, you know, has come to. And, you know, it, you know, when I got injured, I feel like the organization I, I competed didn't do their jobs. Because if you're a white belt, you know you're not supposed to do anything to your legs. You're not supposed to attack the legs. But here it goes. My legs get snapped. And nobody said anything. I, I, you know, I even had to call the organization so they could send me my medal. Right? Um, and then when I'm rolling in, in the school, it's, everything's cool, normal, you know? So it's, 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 you know, Hey man, I'd rather do the jitsu than, than, than deal with half of the shit that's outside. Cause it's a lot. That's all right. I gotta say. Oh, it's a lot. And, and I, I, for a lack of a better term, I, I, I feel bad. I sympathize with the younger generation because it's so much being thrown at them. Yeah. And it's, it's getting harder and harder to make decisions. I think because there's the choices are unreal. It's so oversaturated. And, you know, like you were saying, like with social media and things like that, we're, we're, we're being taught that like that there's this perfect thing because you got these apps that can change the way you look, make it look like somebody else. And yes. why? because it's becomes, we want to make it all sterile. And unfortunately the events of the last two years, whatever you want to believe, however it was for you, it, that's, that's, we have that right. But we've started to turn into a world. Like if it's not sterile, we can't have it. And that's not what real life is, right? Like kids on the playground back in the old days, man, you got caught up. You got dirt in that cut. You didn't get that yes. cut until like, you know, seven o'clock at yes. night. Your mom goes, what, 
the hell are you doing, man? Yes, get yes. I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I was playing by the creek. I just washed it out with some creek water. And yeah, then they go, you know. And call it a day. Yeah, and call it a day. day, right? right? So, but you, get, you don't get kids, you know, you don't get people to do that anymore. And it's it's a shame. And, and I think that what you're saying is is like with with martial arts training, if you do that one-on-one, you get involved with people, there's still some of that. And if you, because there's only so much sterile you can have, right? Yes, yes. Otherwise, you're just doing, you're just shadow. You're doing it in the, in the air. And everybody looks real good in the air. Yep. I'm the, I'm the fastest. I'm the best. I can do everything. But It's like, it's no. like shadow boxing. Everybody it's like can shadow do it. boxing. Um, there is some merit to it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But sooner or later, you have, working with another person helps develop timing and distance and and a rhythm and this connection and this better understanding, this self-awareness. Am I using too much strength? Am I using not enough? Am I aware of where my center is? Am I breaking balance? It's, it's all the same thing, whether you're on your back in guard, um, if you're, you know, if you're standing up and you're moving around somebody, if you're underneath for a hip throw, it doesn't matter. It all applies the exact same way. And believe it or not, it's the same thing with life. And, and none of us learn that the older we get, if we have, family, children, a job for a long time, we start, then we start understanding, oh, this is the, this is what so-and-so was kind of getting at when I was this age. And I wasn't, I was like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Just whatever. But sometimes, you know, bulldozing through may not be the answer. Facts. Yes. 100%. 100%. I, I, I agree. You know, it's just, <sighs> it's stressful at this time right now. Now with your injury, there's no you're not doing any training. Is there anything you can do? Um well my my knee uh so no 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 ACL, right? But it still aches and it's still swollen a little bit. So physical therapy. Uh uh it would probably it, it would have probably been I probably got it he it would have I can't even talk. It, uh, it probably would have got a healer heal, healed quicker. If uh, after a tournament, I didn't go and start to roll. Oh, I did right? the same thing. <laughs> because like, I, I listen, I, I felt it pop like four times. Boom, boom, boom. And, you know, it, it wasn't a macho man thing. Uh, I finished the match. You know, I, I told my wife, you know, I paid $75 for this shit. Like, I'm getting my money's worth. We're going to lose, right? <laughs> and... Um, I was limping. Uh, she, she had the CBD cream. I put it on, uh, alleviate the pain tremendously. And, you know, we walked it out. We're, you know, I, I was on a diet. So, you know, after that, I went and get myself a burger. And, you know, I keep it moving. Sure. But, you know, and but that's, you know, that's that's who I, who I am. You know, sometimes you keep it moving. And yeah. then I saw it wasn't getting better. Uh, uh, you know, a month later, I went. Uh, to get check up, it's torn ACL. Okay, mm-hmm. let me go. Let me let me go uh, schedule a second opinion now, because I'm not. I'm not as always saying. You know, it's you know, doctors nowadays are not the same. So, right. You know, and, yeah. and and you know, I do I do my physical therapy here and there, and you know, hope for the best. That's all we can do. That's it. You know, you do you do as much as you can, and like I said, I, I've had to I've had to reevaluate to work around injuries so I could. And, and you'll learn it. And that's, that's that new perspective. Like, okay. Gotta readjust. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to stop the journey. Mm-hmm. I just got maybe have to change the path a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know you what know, they say, you know, there's a million ways up the mountain. 
Yeah, correct. One hundred percent. Top tier, and it, it, there's a lot of ways up there. Yeah. And everybody's going to be able to take the same path for whatever reason, and it's you know you just you know like you, I usually tell people, look, it doesn't matter if you're first or last or in the middle. You just don't want to ring the bell to quit. You just you. It's the goal is to finish. You know what I mean? And finish could be anything you want it to be, mm-hmm. but not quit. You know, you look at yeah. it a different way. You just it, it, and you never have to quit if you just change your perspective. Exactly. I, mean, I told my wife, you know, I enjoy this. I I see me doing this for the rest of my life. If you know, I need to tap some more or or, or you know, quit a little faster, then so be it. But it, it's the process, you know, the chaos within the role that I enjoy. Right. And if I need to readjust, reevaluate, you know, reconfigure what I need to do, then so be it. And, right. I, you know, it, it's, you know, it's willing, you know, willing to come to terms with your obsession. And this is my obsession. Yeah. There's an acceptance to that, both in like, hey, once I accept it, this is what is motivating me. This is what I feel passionate about. Once you get that acceptance, it just it, it kind of can propel you forward. You're like, oh, man. There's a whole, like, I'm not fighting it anymore. So it's kind of like the story I was telling about some of my members that they, they weren't, they didn't want to embrace it. They wanted to keep saying, no, it's not happening. And then all of a sudden, once, once they embrace it, it's like, wow, this change is happening in me and it is a good thing. And it starts affecting all aspects of their life. Like just as an example, and again, regardless of what people feel or don't feel about it, um, I had some members that had started training in Aikido. Uh, but they were, they were, um, they were, they were um, handgun users, right? Mm-hmm. They practiced, they shot. I don't know if they did it on a sports level, but they took it very seriously, right? That they found that over time, that once they started to embrace the idea of what was happening on the mat, they were able to take many of those, they, they realized that they were taking many of those same principles and applying them to how they were shooting and they became better. They, they seen the target. There was a clearing of the mind. They they were able to focus, get more control over their body in certain aspects, rather than you know, um, you know, less recoil and 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 keeping the sight where they wanted. And so they and they found and that was one of the things that really sent them over the edge, saying, "Wow, there's really some good stuff here." I've talked to people that they the way they open a door is different now. Mm-hmm. They're they're aware that there's something on the other side. The door could be used against me, the, the, the not seeing what's behind there, or I use more, more of the door's energy and less of my own to open it. And there's just all these different ways of, of looking at things. Um, athletes that, you know, both on the college and like intramural as they get older, um, they find that they're moving better on the, on the field. Like, and if they fall, if they fall, now they're falling with style. Like Buzz Lightyear says, it's not just tumbling around and falling all over the feet. They actually can kind of roll and get back up. And I always say to people, don't look at it as like you're falling. Just look at it as another way of getting from point A to point B. One minute you're walking, next minute you're rolling, and then you're back up to walking again because we want to get back to our feet. So again, you're just kind of doing something different on the path. It doesn't have to be what we think of as walking. We could do different things, right? So there's, there's just so much to it. I, and, and again, I know a lot of it does sound cliche. It's like, oh, it's this, you know, Kung Fu TV series <laughs> type of thing. 
but there really is some there is some elements to it that are um they're universal and it's not just eastern thought i mean there's plenty of western movements that parallel this whether it you know you'll find this in in different religions christianity and 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 the like they have some of these same aspects about acceptance overcoming things by 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 looking inward rather than always looking outward yes. and pointing the finger which you know we're we're in a society that loves to do that um but one of the, the japanese philosophies is is when there's an issue it's it's usually presented to the group and then the group says to themselves each person individually what am i doing that's directed towards me now how can i improve this because if i improve myself i improve the group mm. and then the big you know so it's like it's that it's that ripple effect like you know you cast the pebble into the stone and it creates ripples right um aikido we always talk about aikido is the stone and we're the ripples and one ripple affects another ripple that's community isn't it we yes. build a better individual to build a better community yes. i know that 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 sounds like a real good slogan but it's a tough sell to people yeah. because everybody thinks that the individual only the individual but i think that's kind of the state of the world right now unfortunately but if we if we think more on a community aspect i think we would present ourselves the as the individual in a better light because it's not about just me it's about the other people and you know you have a family of wife right you have a child yes. children and yes. you don't think just solely yourself correct you can't right correct it would be it would be a disservice disrespectful why would you even bother having a family if you're only going to think only of yourself that means yes. you would never take into consideration their feelings their time anything like that right so I think that's what we need to do too with society, with the community. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, well, oh man, like, you know, because there's a war going on in the Ukraine, what can I do to change that? Well, that may be very difficult to do, right? Think about the, the grand scheme of it. Well, what can I do? Um, I can, if, if I'm a, uh, a religious person, uh, have a lot of faith, maybe I can pray about yes, it, I can meditate yes, on it. I could do yes. all that kind of thing. Maybe, if I'm of wealth, I could send money to support or help the families wherever I can. But if I go back a little bit and go, well, how can I affect right now, right here, what's happening? And then that's the ripple, right? Because then if I can get a couple people on board and then a larger people, and then now you have a community of people and that community structure could be whatever size mm -hmm. possible, right? Um, and, and with social media and the internet, that community could go all over the place if it's, if it's put in proper use. Now I can make some, some change, but that only started because I took it upon myself to go beyond myself. Yes. A lot of people um, think that, um, like, you know, samurai means to serve. And, and again, I'm just going to relate it to martial arts. People can take it any way they want. Um, and people, when, when you talk that people go, well, sir, I'm not somebody's servant and all that. Well, it, I'm not talking servitude. I'm talking serve the community in the needs that, that, that's required, right. In the way it's yes. required. If that means, if that means like if the fa family next door of you is struggling and needs some food, we'll help them out. 
Yes. You know, or, you know, your church is doing a drive. You don't have to give up everything in your house, but you know what? I'm sure there's something we could do. Yes. Right. Get yes. involved and serve, serve your fellow man the best way possible. And I have taken as doing the arts, doing Budo as a way to do that. I find it to be very important for the individual, for the community, and maybe for the world. And a lot of people will could argue that, well, listen, you're not curing cancer and you're not helping this and you're not, well, maybe not. But you're but doing something. I'm doing something. Exactly. And I'm, build, I'm helping build confidence in other people so that they could surmount whatever it is that they, and if it's just simply, hey, you know, I need to go, I'm afraid to go get that job. And then after a while, they're able to get that job or, you know, uh, or, or you know, whatever it is. I don't know. Like a lot of times we do a lot of breakfalls and they're high breakfalls and they're medium and low breakfalls. And that's, that's frightening to people. That's, it could be daunting. I, I remember when I was coming up and, and had to take a high breakfall, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure I can, you know, but once you're able to, to break it down for people and go, Hey, you could do it this way. We start this way. We start from the ground up and we start getting, and then all of a sudden they surprise themselves and they do it. Well, that's the confidence they need. And, and sometimes they'll go, if I can do that, I can do this. Yes. And if I can do that, I can do something else. And it's just a matter of building. And I think that's martial arts are just another building block for things to help make life better. Now, are they for everybody? No, yeah. we, we usually say Aikido is for everyone, but not, but everyone isn't for Aikido. You, it has to be something like you said, you have to want to do it. Yes. You, you want to make those changes. You want to, you have to embrace it and it's not for everybody. And it may not be for you right now. It could be for you later. It all depends. But what I think is most important is, is that people need to find that whatever it is, it could be flower arrangement. It could be cooking. It could be gardening. It could be writing, painting. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have any martial arts, but because all of it could be looked at as some form of, of, of Budo. Yes. Right. Some form of therapy. Some, some form of therapy. Right. Now, and, and yeah, uh, you wrote, you wrote a book, right? Uh, when was it published? Um, I wrote how Aikido can change the world. It was published Boom. in 2009. What it really turned out to be was my philosophy on what Aikido has done for me. Right. I wanted to share that with people because I, I felt that, I made such a drastic change because I, I was so aggressive. I was so angry. I was brooding. I mean, it was just like, it wasn't pleasant necessarily for me even to be around myself sometimes. Um, and I, but though underneath it all, I felt like I had so much I could give and I wanted to be that giving person. And I felt like, you know, I wanted to, to love people and, and things and enjoy it more. And then, you know, and experienced that like so many other people were. And I was just like, in, unless I get over this anger, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it because yes. there was ba baggage I was holding on to since childhood that I just, you know, sometimes you don't realize that you still have it's you still have it in town. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do think that you always kind of have it, but it's a matter of how you deal with it and how much of it do you want to carry that day? Right. Correct. You know what I mean? Today, I'm just taking a small backpack. Tomorrow, man, I may be taking a five-piece luggage. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. But the book, the book is my experiences and my journey. But then I make it 
in a way that it relates to the training. Here's some, here's some of the philosophy of what you're taught, but then what does that mean in an everyday aspect? It's not a techniques book like, hey, do this and then do this and do that. There, it touches upon some things, but not again, it's more of a philosophical book about my, my personal journey. And, and I beautiful. truly believe that Aikido could change the world, but you could change, you could take Aikido out and put how flower arrangement can change the world, how cooking can change the world, how podcasting can change the world, because it can, because you do it one person at a time. Correct. And it starts with you. Yes, 100%. That's that's beautiful. That's that's uh, man, man, that's inspiring. I'm I'm happy you were able to 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 find this because you know you know I you know just hearing you talk, I, I hear a lot of similarities from myself. You know, anger that um, I didn't know I had anger right. that uh, I would use that survivor kit. You know, that's what made me. Uh, push forward in life that anger but at some point like it's not working yeah you get tired it, yeah. it exhausts you because I, I i would tell my wife it's like you know when i was younger i used to use that anger and it would just push me forward you know it was that you know not to use bad language but it was like f you i'm doing yeah, yeah. And i'm going to i'm and i'm and and i and it worked to some degree right but i would be exhausted mentally physically spiritually it would just be like i was just emotionally drained it would take you know when you're younger, you can kind of snap back. But as, as I was getting older, I was like, man, I, the recovery time here is taking a little bit more. Right. And the downside is, is I was burning bridges and not only burning bridges, but I was, I would like bridge over river, river Qua. I was blowing up both sides. So there was no way that they were going to create a new foundation. I, and I was doing this re- repeatedly, not realizing it because I kept going, I'm plugging through F you boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, this is not healthy for anyone. And then I realized, like, I can't be this way and raise a family. I can't be this way and to be a better business person, a better human being, a better husband, a better father, a better son, a better brother, the whole thing. I was like, I can't be this way. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's me. That's why one another reason I joined jujitsu. My son, he's autistic. He's five. He's nonverbal. Like, uh, you know, you got to be patient, patient, right. and, and be persistent. And you know, I needed to do better. I right. wanted to do better. Wanted to do better. You know, right. like you know, because you 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 know, I don't know about you, but like I'm a person. I I, I have to call myself out. I gotta you know, I gotta look stare my myself down down the mirror. I gotta realize that something's not working, and it could be me. Right. Right. And, right. you know, once once I'm able to realize that, all right, where we need to go, how how, how we're going to work this, what do right. I need to do? You know, and, you know. You know, a lot of people when I first joined martial arts, like a lot of people looked at me, I was crazy. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I have no complaints, you know, even though it's, you know, the role is, is hectic, hectic. But right. um, hey, man, that's no complaints, no complaints. It's, it is what it is. And, you know, I'm a little bit better each and every day. Right. You're absolutely right. You have to, if you're not honest with yourself, if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I remember saying to myself at one point, why is this crap happening all the time? And then the went off in my mind, they go, well, you're the constant in all this. 
You are the constant every single time. So, hey, bud, wake up. If you're the constant and it's happening everywhere, we got to start here. We, this is exactly where to start. You're just avoiding it. Yes. So, I like you said, you call yourself out. I've made it a point over over the past twenty years or so to go. Hey, listen, you know what? Let's it's let's bring it back to me. What am I doing? It's kind of like again when you're struggling with technique or you're not getting it. What do you do? You go back to basics and you go. You know what? I'm just going to go go. I'm going to go back, start all over again, and there's a lot of people that won't do that. They're like, Oh man, I'm not a beginner anymore. I used to hear people say that. Oh, why aren't you in class? Well, I'm not a beginner anymore. What do you mean? We're always beginners every day. We're beginning again. We get to start again. That's the the name of my dojo is uh, Asahi Kan Dojo, right? Asahi is the morning rising sun. And the reason for that is, is that every day we have the opportunity to start all over again, fresh, if we choose to. And that means and I'm not saying, you know, it doesn't wipe away the past, but it did, does give you a new point of reference if you're trying to move forward. I was in uh, California and, you know, we're driving and uh, someone was we were given directions. And I go, um, do you, I go straight here. They go, no, no, no. You never go straight in California. It's always forward, always forward. Don't go straight because it means something different. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't get clear on that. But then it hit me. It's like, wow, that's just a good analogy. I'm yeah. forward. Always move forward. Don't think about it as like straight from here to there. It's just forward is the way to go. Wow. Sure. I'm going to use that for me. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Mm. Michael, uh, it's been an honor talking to you, man. We could sit here and talk for days. Uh, thank you, sir. Thanks, thank you. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, it's it's an honor. I can. That's only I can say. It's an honor. Uh, well, thank you. It's an honor for me to be on. Thank you so much for asking me. This was this was such a great time. I, I appreciate the talking. It was fun. Uh, like you said, I think we could go on for hours. Yes, yes. Um, there's so much, there's so much con- uh, connection here. Yes, yes. Um, before we go, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, you can check me out and everything that I do at my website, my dojo's website at www.asahidojo.com. It's A-S-A-H-I-D-O-J-O.com. And you can get you can link to everything that we have there, our Facebook page and and some blogs that we used to keep up and um, you can check out my books and some videos that I've done on technique and uh, just see what we're doing. Boom. Where's your dojo located? Um, It's right outside of Philadelphia in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Boom. There you go, guys. Thank you for joining me, Michael. Have a good night. I'm out.